Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Good day, good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. And don't forget our mantra, wealth is more than just money. And today we have an outstanding guest. Her name is Corinna Zanner in Switzerland. And we are glad to have her here because she has some gifts, some expertise that she's going to share with us today to help move you forward in what you do. And Karina, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning, Paul. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to uh, have the opportunity to talk with you on this beautiful day. And I know it's very, very early where you yes. are. So, um, yes. yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a great time. It's an honor to have you here. And thank you so much for being with us this morning. So you shift the atmosphere with your magnificent expertise and gift for helping C-level executives and professionals who struggle under the pressure to perform and feel isolated at the top to become more confident leaders. And we know that they, the people at the top are going through quite a bit here with COVID. When did you know this would be your passion and your purpose? We'd love to know. <laughs> well, um, you know, Paul, that's a, a really interesting question because, to be honest, I never really had that sort of epiphany moment where I was like, oh, yes, I know this is, you know, this is my mission in life and this is exactly who I want to work with. Sure. But what I can say is that, you know, growing up and in my life, well, actually, from when I was very, very young, sure. uh, I always wanted to help people. I wanted to mm -hmm. be able to make a difference and, and help people that were um, struggling in some way or less fortunate than me in some way. And then, sure. you know, throughout my life um, growing up, mm -hmm. you know, personally and also then later in business, you know, I saw how, you know, people spend 90% of their time at work. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so many of them were just miserable, especially those that are at the top, the leaders. Exactly. And they're kind of they, isolated in many ways. Exactly. They're, they're mm -hmm. isolated. They're under so much pressure all the time to perform. They just don't have the time to do the things they want to do with the people that they love because exactly. they're always under pressure. They always have that next deadline, that next project, that next thing that needs to be done. Exactly. And, um, and that impacts them on an emotional level. And it doesn't just impact them. It also impacts the people that they work with as well as the people that they love. So it's, it's, it filters down through yeah. the company, but also outside of the company. And so for me, it's always been about wanting to make an impact yes. not just really with one person but actually on a bigger scale but you're starting at the top yes. so that that those changes can then start filtering through through the company and and also home if that makes sense exactly in other words that leaders absorbed by the work taskings and the delegation and uh, as one project has been completed, they have another one that they're working on, two or three more, and it impacts them at work because they're in that isolated position. And then once, once they get home, it's still on their mind. They can't let it go. And so the people at home, the spouse or the children, uh, they don't get 100% of that parent, that spouse as a result of it. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and, and the thing is, you know, 
people try to separate home and work and they say, oh, yes, I keep everything very separate. Uh-huh. But actually, that very rarely happens, Absolutely. as you just said, because, you know, if you've, let's say, just had an argument with um, a staff member or, yes. you know, you've got a particularly difficult client or this major deadline that's happening at work. Exactly. You know, those things go with you Mm-hmm. home they don't mm-hmm. stay in the office because yeah. like you said it's going around in your mind you're thinking mm-hmm. about it you're processing it you're trying to figure all those things out so you get home and you've got um you know your your teens or your little ones or your wife or your husband mm-hmm. or whoever it is yes. that have their own issues mm-hmm. and suddenly kind of everything blows up and also on the reverse side of that you know so you've got everything going brilliantly at work but at home oh. You've just had this major blowout with your partner or your troublesome teens. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you go to work and and that's going through your mind. Sure. And so it's very difficult to separate those two areas. And so it's about finding the balance between them and making those changes inside of you so that you can manage all of those things with comfort and ease and confidence and really knowing and understanding that you have the power and the control to do that because most people think oh well this is just the way it is i can there's nothing i can do about it and 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 a lot of them don't even realize that this is not the way that it has to be because they're so used to thinking well this is just this is just life this is the job this is just how it is this is reality but actually like you stated uh, they can't necessarily don't necessarily compartmentalize the work on the one side and then the family on the other side and trying to achieve that work-life balance to find a perfect median between the two for win-win for life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. I like that. Win-win for life. Yeah, <laughs> win-win. Actually. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> but uh, so thank you very much for that. And so now for the listeners in the Wealth Academy podcast community, uh, it's something to really think about. So when you're listening, take some notes of what Karina is sharing with, with us, uh, because it can make a tremendous difference. And I'm very sure that a lot of people are in that situation as we speak. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. So Karina, when we look at life, uh, we of course all have challenges in life of some sort. We have hurdles or quicksands of life, what I call it. Please share one of your uh, personal and our business a professional challenges that you face and how did you overcome it? This is for the listeners who may have experienced something similar so that they can get a better idea of how they can process and go forward as well. Well, um, you know, personally, as you said, you know, we all have challenges in life and um, I don't think there's a single person on this earth that goes through life without any any challenges and we probably all have several of those as we absolutely go through life, right <laughs> they find um, us <laughs> they, they do don't they <laughs> so um for me obviously I've, I've had several and you know um i don't often talk about them but sometimes sure. i you know i mentioned the fact that i had a, a very acrimonious divorce mm-hmm. um and also, you know, my, my sister-in-law who was who was sure. murdered, oh, which was sorry to hear that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was obviously very very traumatic time in sure. my life and the life of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about changing something. It's about you know 
like being in that difficult marriage, for example, you know, sure. it was about changing something, making a change. Exactly. Um, and when, when life isn't working, mm -hmm. you know, we can be in a place where we're always looking outside of ourselves for what's wrong. Yes. But actually, once we start to look inside and we start to make changes, um, you know, then we can start taking back control again because we can't control what other people do. And exactly. I think for me, that was a big, a big learning, really, mm -hmm. is we cannot control what other people do. That's true. But the only thing that we can really control is what we do, how we think, yes. how we feel, how mm -hmm. we behave. And that we have a hundred percent control of for sure and we just need to be we need to learn that we need to become aware of that that actually i can control i sure. might not be able to control the fact that there's a virus in the world but sure. actually within this there's sure. all these other things that i do have control of for you sure know? yeah taking those uh, safety precautions and being uh, more aware of, of what's taking place. And as you stated, the, the the major aspect of the pandemic, there's nothing we can do about it. We don't deserve it. We didn't ask for it, but we can navigate it is what I say. We can always navigate it, find a way to, to make life a little bit easier, just as exactly. an example. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, personally, those were just some of the things I think I've mentioned to you previously as well that I moved around a lot in my life uh -huh, uh -huh. so although it sounds very glamorous and it is I mean I lived in I think seven countries oh that's wonderful um and yes it is I mean it's amazing mm -hmm. I mean some amazing people along the way and different cultures and different you know so many different things and sure. one of the most important things that came out of all of that is the fact that it doesn't matter you know sure. what country we are what religion we are what right. you know gender whatever uh -huh. we're all human and we all have similar you know those are fundamental human needs and desires and it Absolutely. doesn't matter where you go we all have those for sure um, and you know that, that was certainly one of the big learnings I had, um, especially living in the Middle East, which Absolutely. is a very different culture Absolutely. To, to my own. Mm -hmm. um, but as I said, you know, that also comes with challenges. Uh, you very make a true. lot of sacrifices along the way. Um, and you have to learn to be resilient. You have mm -hmm. to learn to be able to start again each time. For sure. Uh, it's, it's you know, like you said, it's like starting all over. And, and, and as you said, if you're in the Middle East, the, the food, uh, the, the norms, the mores, the standards, uh, what they have, the money, right? So it's totally yes. different. And on, on, on one level, but sure. again, there are other levels that we don't see. So there's always more behind more. Absolutely. that we don't see, right? That's correct. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's and so, so the last time, I mean, the last move, like big move that we had was literally just 18 months ago so we we've moved country that's fairly uh, recent and straight into lockdown right. so again that's been quite challenging uh business-wise because obviously like everybody else i'm getting online and that's that's a challenge uh -huh. uh, but also you know i'm in again a new country a new place and yeah. as yet i have no friends <laughs> i haven't exactly. met anybody yet starting all um, over <laughs> starting all over and uh -huh. um, and and that is challenging but For it's sure. about 
it's about finding that inner strength. And it doesn't matter whether that's around moving countries or setting up a new business or Mm -hmm. whatever those challenges are. We all have those inner resources that we can draw on. Absolutely. And again, sometimes we're not aware of them. Sometimes, you know, we're just so focused on the difficulties, on, you know, what's what's wrong and what's hard and and that we don't realize actually i can do this actually i can cope with this i can get through this absolutely i totally agree and and you what you stated is absolutely correct when you haven't you've moved lived in seven different countries the cultures are different and uh we still have to get along in terms of moving forward uh despite those uh, challenges that we have so uh, thank you so much for sharing that so let's look at and just the pose now, Karina, that when we look at what is your greatest success and how did it move the needle for you, sort of speak, in terms of moving forward and pressing forward, uh, even with the, the changes that you went through, through the moves, etc. So I think personally, it's it's definitely my, my children and my family. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and professionally, I think... Besides what we've just spoken about, you know, being able to be resilient, be yes. persistent, uh-huh. um, having, a, having a really strong and clear vision, I would say exactly. one of my, my biggest successes, um, again, besides working with individual clients and, and sure. businesses, was um, working for a, a large airline. Yes. And mm-hmm. helping them and supporting them and the staff sure. uh, after after the airline had crashed. Right. And, no, that's uh, tough. That's tough. So there was exactly it. it yeah. You know, a lot of people lost mm-hmm. colleagues and loved mm-hmm. ones and uh, was obviously a, a very difficult time for, yeah. for the business, for the company as a whole. Absolutely. And uh, so for me to be able to go in there and, and support them through that, um was very very rewarding and and absolutely again just a reminder of you know why i do what i do because helping people and supporting them through whatever the issues are is is very rewarding it is absolutely and and again when you're looking at the families that impacted the companies that were impacted and the overall impact on the airline itself because they, they bear the burden of that, uh, whether uh, it was caused by external factor or not. And, uh, you know, I was in the Air Force, so we, when we lose planes, we have the same feeling. Even though we may not have known the people, we still have an open heart for what had happened and sympathy for people. And uh, that's something we should never forget because um, I've been on so many flights, I can't even count that many. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And so you, you just, uh, you made it through it and, and just thankful that it did in fact make it. So uh, yes, definitely. So let's uh, transition just a bit now. The bottom line, Karina, is that you have some excellent gifts. And one of them is that you're a hypnotherapist, a coach, a therapist, and you work in the mental health area. How do you assist executives to obtain work-life balance? Because as you stated earlier, it's definitely something they can do something about it, even though when they're going through it, they may not realize it. If you please share about, about what you do with, as a hypnotherapist. and Sure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think one of the first steps really is to get them to actually understand that um, 
that there is an issue. Exactly. Um, And and they, they, number one, can get support for that because um, so often, you know, uh, especially people in senior positions, they, well, number one, they think there's not a problem because it's normal. (laughs) Yes, and they're not a part of it, right? If there is a problem, well, they definitely don't want to tell anybody about that. Oh, yeah. So they want to keep that to themselves as much as possible. And so... First of all, is for them to actually become aware that that what they're experiencing doesn't have to be that way. Mm. And then to actually talk to somebody about it, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, when we say talking about it, it doesn't have to be sort of broadcasting it on every exactly. news channel, you know, yes. but finding somebody like a coach or a therapist yes. that you can trust. And, and again, it's not about necessarily going into, you know, all your deepest, darkest secrets, but sometimes just bouncing thoughts and ideas off somebody, so having somebody help you explore things, help you find a different perspective, help yes. you find your own strengths and resources. You know, those things are incredibly powerful and and move you forward in a a very powerful way. So, you know, first of all, the first step is being, being aware of there being an issue. Having that self-awareness. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, um, as I said, talking to somebody that can actually help you and um, support you in that. Yes. uh, To move the needle forward. Yeah. To move the needle forward. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so when I'm working with clients, I do so in, mm-hmm. in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I might be working with a business in which there might be things like coaching, uh, one-on-one coaching, training, training. Mm-hmm. coaching. Um, so, you know, it can be in groups or it can be on an individual basis, depending on, on the situation, you know. Sure. So um, if I'm working with, with the CEO of a company, obviously that's slightly different than sure. if I'm working with um, like doing training su- within management that management. Yeah, supervisor. So, uh, uh, do you find that some of the more uh, upper level managers are they receptive to receiving uh, the uh, services that they need to help them move along, or is it more so you have to contact them and and try to work it into their schedules? So, it, are they receptive? from your experience i'm more resistant it's it's a bit of both okay so i think a lot of time it's about um creating that awareness around what's going on and i think now especially with the pandemic um you know even before the pandemic the stats in the uk were that one in six people uh, was struggling with a mental health issue in any given week. And that was before okay. before um, the pandemic. Wow. Pandemic. And of course in the UK we've also got Brexit. So we've got two wow. major issues going on here. For sure. <laughs> so since the pandemic, those uh-huh. those numbers have just skyrocketed. It. Yeah. And we're not even sure of where they are now. But one thing that has come out of it is I think that the conversation has opened up more. Mm. And as I mentioned just now, it's it's not about mm. the individual going, oh, you know, poor me, poor me, this is what's going on. But actually uh-huh. on a bigger scale, like on, on television, you, you're sure. seeing the conversation being opened up and creating awareness around what's going on. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and there's no doubt that right now people have what I call pandemic fatigue. 
Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, very yes. similar to PTSD. And there's anxiety, there's stress. In some cases, there's depression. And so, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. and with your services and, and what you provide, that helps them uh, to move forward. And because we don't want to stay in that same state, but we have to no. look at options and opportunities to, again, navigate uh, some of the issues that are at hand. Exactly. It's tough. It's tough. It is tough. And, it, you know, I think, you know, even really strong, resilient people, yeah. you know, are finding it difficult at the moment because of this, what you've just mentioned, pandemic yeah. fatigue, people. Yeah. And I've, I've been talking to a lot of CEOs recently, and um, a lot of them have been mentioning been mentioning that. So, you know, like during the first lockdown, for example, it was new it was novelty in the uk hmm. it was summer so everybody was like oh this is nice i can work from uh -huh. home i don't have to get up early exactly. but now you know um the circumstances are very different it's been cold and miserable and oh, yeah. people are getting tired of just being stuck in front of a screen all day having exactly. nobody you know to really circumstances are different but exactly you know a lot of people struggling with the isolation businesses struggling to keep the team together that feeling of sure. inclusion of being together so mm. um the fear of going out absolutely okay you know let's stay inside those... stay inside and stay safe <laughs> i, I exactly. always use that story of uh when i was in the pentagon i was in there for 12 straight years and i was in a vault and mm. the vault had no windows and i don't know how secure. you can do that I would what, die. <laughs> what, what, what happens is I said, all right, uh, when I go on my break for the day, I go to the gym and I go outside and I go run or I lift weights or I go get something to eat somewhere. But I have to get out, get some vitamin D from the sun and just work myself up to a level where I could put that behind me. But it was tough because you have to go in the mm. combination lock and that's the only way in and out, but no, no windows. whatsoever. So now with the pandemic, with my office, I can look outside, the birds come to the windowsill, I can see squirrels, the cats chasing the squirrels, it's just beautiful yeah. deer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, and, it, and, and that's a big part of it, you know, it sounds, yeah. it sounds so kind of, what's the word, almost ridiculous, yeah. but it's those little things that are so important, you know, Absolutely. just noticing actually the good things that even though this is a difficult time you know what is good you know even Definitely. though um we can't go out but, you know we've got I, i'm also very blessed to you know have a beautiful view outside my window for example um, but for me i'm i'm very very grateful that i'm in a place that's warm because i struggle but, with the cold oh for you sure <laughs> and what are the what are those small things that we can actually focus on sure. because when you focus on those things, it changes the way you feel. Absolutely. Yes. It has an impact. Definitely yes. has and there's a... lots of scientific evidence around, sure. um, you know, the practice of gratitude. Sure. So um, yeah. Interesting topic that is. Uh, for sure. For sure. So thank you. So Karina, uh, what has enabled you and positioned you to speak the language of your audience? In other words, when you make that connection with people either in the senior uh, side of, of a 
organization or a management side? What has enabled you over the years to, to uh, communicate with them on that level to, to move them forward? Well, Paul, I can certainly say for one, uh, I have experienced stress, bucket loads of stress. Oh, oh yeah, it happens to us all. Yes. So, you know, that is something I certainly know intimately, you know, running businesses, moving countries, oh, yeah. you know, running a home, raising children, mm-hmm. moving them from one country to another, exactly. being evacuated from war zone, war-torn Torn areas, areas. Oh, yeah. you know, those things are highly, highly stressful. So I understand stress, I think, very without well. A, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, and, you know, those things like what some of those that, that we just touched on, you know, the, the, the deadlines, the, the anxiety, the isolation, having nobody to talk to, having nobody to identify with, um, but also having dreams and visions and aspirations yeah aspirations um and also what we what we spoke about earlier connecting with people on a a human level because in the end that's what it's all about isn't Mm -hmm. it It, it's about being human um and we all have hopes and dreams and needs and desires and absolutely so that is the level that i think i really connect with with my clients um, it's really in the end on a human level that's that's really wonderful and as you stated uh, everyone is human and that's where the real work gets done Um, I was reading something earlier about uh, why do some people get uh, celebrity crazy is maybe the word and they see a celebrity let's say if they have them on a podcast on a live stream and they just go all in in terms of, oh, they're kind of worshiping that celebrity. But, but what the article said in the end, this is really just a human being. And you're putting yeah. that person on a pedestal, but they're just human. And they don't want you to treat them like that. No, they want to be more human and, and just because they know they're just like everyone else. Exactly. But, but we, we do see that happen sometimes, even um, with me uh, working in the Pentagon, uh, I work with generals, one-star general, two-star general, three-star generals, right? And people say, oh, that's a one-star general. He needs the work. We got, we got to help him. We got to help him look good, right? We have to do the work that he needs done. We can't be uh, worshiping him because we have to get the job done. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and when, you know, when I'm working with my clients, uh, again, it's, it doesn't matter who they are, That's although right. they tend to be, you know, sure. in senior positions. Exactly. Ultimately, they are human. They're and human. They're right. struggling with something that I can help them with. Absolutely. And, you know, when they are in that space, it gives them a place where they can be, feel completely safe and yes. not judged, you know, right. to be able to open up. Right. And, and share and be whatever uh, they want to share and be authentic you know? authentic in the process exactly and transparent and, and also to be vulnerable because yeah. you know in in their space sure. that's something that they they can't really do because they always need to be strong they always need that, to have all the answers to everything right. and so you know when they work with me on a one-to-one basis right. um they can let down that guard a bit exactly yes that's that's very important Karina, and for the people who are listening here on Wealth Academy Podcast, it's something to take into account uh, that we can all be human. And to me, that's the most purest form of living. 
uh, in my opinion. Yes, because uh, everyone needs some assistance. Even I need assistance, right? I need someone. Oh, to, I need someone to tell me, okay, Paul, you can go into this Adidas store and buy everything you want. Someone needs to hold me back. <laughs> so it's not that serious. <laughs> so Karina, uh, please provide a behind the scenes look at what it takes, what takes place in a group coaching uh, program. Just, uh, just, just a small portion, perhaps, of what, what may happen. Uh, if you, you're coming in and you're going to work with either someone on the senior level or the management level and how that, that process kind of moves forward. Well, you know, again, it, it kind of depends on what we're doing. So whether we're training or, you know, right. uh -huh. but if we're working in a, a, a group program, it's really about uh, bringing people together yes. in a in a confidential space. Correct. Uh -huh. um, in where they can share exactly. uh, and exchange experiences and thoughts yes um in a safe way mm -hmm. and in a way that is exploring how they can move forward so yeah. like one of the things that i that i do is i work in a solution focused uh way mm -hmm. which means that we're not uh problem phobic yes exactly <laughs> which means you know it's not that we don't talk about problems or we don't talk about the past sure. but it means taking those things mm -hmm. and taking the learnings from those yes. but also looking for what are the strengths what are the resources what are the things that you haven't noticed exactly. what are the things that you are already doing that are working you know um how can you do more of that yes. what difference will it make to you once you've achieved that goal, what, how do you know when you've achieved that goal? What will be different for you? When in the past have you already mm -hmm. done this type of thing? And what can, you, what can you bring from the past that you can use from this? And so you're mm -hmm. constantly looking for, you know, for a positive way forward. Yeah, that's it's kind of like a, a win. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Rather than focusing on, on the problem and the pain Yes. which actually isn't going to get you any solutions. It's not. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, but that, that's a really a great way to uh, approach it. And I'm pretty sure once an uh, individual who's a part of that group, they, they see the dynamic taking place, then they're like, oh, I get it. This is actually going to help me and help us. And exactly. we, can, we can move forward and be more productive in what we're doing. And even in the capacity of people who are in that remote employee uh, situation today, where they're not in the physical uh, company itself, but their home, they can still do it virtually. Absolutely. And that's, that's yeah. part of the beauty of technology. Isn't yes. It? And, it's beautiful. Uh, I love it. Yeah. 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 Um, but also, you know, one of the things that I work with quite a lot is obviously mindset and yes. also tapping into the subconscious mind. Sure. Um, that's powerful. You know, quite a lot of conversational hypnosis yes. <laughs> clients. Yeah. Um, you know and um, yeah creating awareness mm -hmm. actually a lot of it is more of getting them out of hypnosis yes than into hypnosis because yes. you know these states that we're in mm -hmm. like you're in a state of anxiety that's a kind of almost like a 
Yeah. You're hypnotized by those thoughts and feelings and emotions. Exactly. So it's about unhypnotizing people so right. that they can move forward. Yeah, to break break loose from it, understanding there is a problem that exists and is real, but also again looking at okay, I have some options here. I have some exactly. alternatives, exactly. and if I really uh, follow suit, then I can help make make my life better. And if you make your life better, then you can make someone in your family or the uh, cohorts, the colleagues in, in the, uh, at the organization as well. So fantastic. fantastic. Also, you know, when, when you as a leader are feeling, yeah. you know, strong and yeah. in a, in a strong place, mentally and emotionally, then sure. the way that you lead, the way that you communicate yeah. is so yeah. different than if you're in a place of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. Absolutely. Yes. That's not a good state to be in. Especially no. for a long uh, duration of time, it's not good at all. It's not healthy. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not. And, you know, that's that's such a good point because, mm-hmm. you know, we all have periods where, you might, you know, sure. you, you have a deadline you need to work to. Exactly. And that's fine. It's like when your kids write an exam, you know. Exactly. They spend three weeks focusing, studying, really preparing for that exam. They write the exam. They have a week of exams and after that what do they do what happens after the exams yeah they, they primarily like they let loose they relax exactly. they, take a break. they just want to have fun get some rest watch a good movie with their dad you know, those type of things have a good meal exactly yeah. and uh-huh. when you watch you know the professional sports people you know sure. the olympics Absolutely. they play train 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 train, train. Do that, and then they slow down they yes. take a break but somehow in business, we think we're going to keep for, going. Four steam, steam ahead. <laughs> All the time, nonstop. Oh, this deadline, and then the next one. And so planning for yeah. those breaks yeah. is so important, making those things a priority. And it's just, you know, people just don't think about it because I think we've been socialized from such a young age that we just yeah. need to, you know, it's just go, 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 go. The next sure. deadline, the next thing, the next this, 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 this. And and so we're constantly, our bodies are constantly in the in survival mode. Yes. And when we're yeah. in survival mode, we yeah. never not, make our best decisions not, because not our effective. critical analytical mind literally shuts down in favor of survival. Absolutely. <laughs> so we don't want to really be in that state for a long time unless we literally need to survive. That's right? very true. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So thank you for that. And now, Karina, I can't believe it. Our time is coming to a close. Is there anything else you want to share? Uh, you have a uh, website, uh, how people can get in contact with you, et cetera. So, yes, uh, I think, you know, the one thing I would like to share is basically that if you're struggling, don't struggle alone. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. That's the worst thing that can happen. Absolutely. Exactly. Reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, you know, um, mm-hmm a coach, a therapist, somebody you trust, uh-huh. um, reach out because, you know, you can turn this around and you can actually have a happy, wonderful life. For sure. <laughs> even though there's stress in it and even though there's challenges, yes. you know, you can. So, um, and if you want to get in touch with me, uh, you can do sure. so um, on my website, which okay. is www.execmindsolutions.com. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. uh-huh. Or on LinkedIn, you can find yes. me under Karina Zena Entwistle. Yes. Um, or 
directly on my email, which is Karina with a C yes. underscore Z E mm -hmm. at hotmail.co.uk. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So thank you so much for being our honored guest today. And I feel like I've just went through a master class, right? <laughs> I feel, okay, I'm, I've been empowered by Karina, not only me, but my listeners, and we can go forward and do some great things. So I really want to thank you for being our honored guest today. And it was just so much fun. And I, I really, uh, like Karina and I, we've talked before and I really, every time I listen to her, I always gain something more that can help me. And I want the same thing for the listeners as well. So Karina, thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. And it's been an absolute honor to yes. be here with you and, and talk to you. And it's been so much fun as well. So yes. thank you so, so much. And I look forward to chatting again soon. Yes, yes. I want to have uh, Karina back on a live stream and we're going to do it uh, something a little bit different, but we're going to have it so we can have not only the audio, but the, the video visual as well. So I'd love to do that. Uh, so thank you so much, Karina. And again, let me give you her website, which is www.execmindsolutions.com. I'll spell that www.execmindsolutions.com. And of course, you can get her also on LinkedIn and uh, look at Karina Zanner in Switzerland, and you will be able to get her there also. So thank you so much. But what I want you listeners to do at this time is to go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this episode with Karina. Give her a five star. Of course, we would give her 10 if Apple only had a 10, but they have five. So we'll take their top number and, and give a great uh, evaluation and rating and review for her for supplying and providing this exceptional uh, insight into how we can move forward in the midst of this pandemic and even more from the, the top level, the C level, all the way down to the management side as well. So thank you so much, Karina, and you have a great day and week, my friend. Thank you very much, Paul, and same to you. Take care. All right. And uh, my time is up and I thank you for yours. This has been another just amazing episode of Wealth Academy podcast. And I'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day, everyone. We have a new month here, uh, March of 2021. Let's make the very best of each day. Talk to you later. Thank See you on the next for listening. episode. Thank you, you will find the Goodbye. show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes.